Ad Speaks Houston, the inside scoop on Houston advertising and marketing. Created and produced by Radio Lounge for the American Advertising Federation Houston chapter at aaf-houston.net. Always something going on. Even in a pandemic kind of a year or so, the American Advertising Federation is busy, busy, busy engaging, motivating, and uh, helping things get done in our advertising community from uh, the established professionals in our business to add to the students in the category, the young professionals and such. And a part of that is a thing called the National Student Advertising Competition, the premier college advertising competition that provides more than 2,000 college students real-world experience of creating a strategic advertising marketing media campaign for a corporate client. This is nothing new to the American Advertising Federation. This has been going on for quite a long time. Larry Kelly is a professor of advertising at the Jack Valenti School of Communication. He's been in the ad business as a practitioner over 25 years. Professor Kelly recently was executive VP, chief planning officer of FKM, where he was responsible for media research, account planning, and interactive departments of the $250 million gross billing agency. A major player. Prior to joining FKM, he served as senior management in roles for BBD&O, Bozell and & Jacobs, and the Bloom Agency. Professor Kelly has been recognized as an industry leader, including winning four FEs for advertising effectiveness, as well as an Addy for creativity. He's widely quoted in the industry trade publications like Ad Week, Ad Age, and Media Week. He's currently on the board of the Houston Ad Federation. Actually, you are a board advisor in the American Association of Advertising Agencies. He's also, in his spare time, uh, Larry likes to write books. Co-authored seven books. Last, uh, Cume Sales for his textbooks passed 250,000 units sold. Professor Kelly's textbooks published by Emmy Sharp include Advertising Media Planning, a Brand Management Approach, Advertising Media Workshop and Sourcebook, Advertising Account Planning, a Practical Approach, and I won't go on and on, but I got to tell you something, Larry. Knowing you and knowing how much you really love this industry and what you're doing at the University of Houston for uh, the folks who are just as passionate about advertising is just uh, one of those stand up and hand clap things, if you know what I'm saying. So thank you for that. You don't have an easy no, job, thank you. dude. You don't have an easy job, Larry. I, I guarantee you that. What one thing that? Oh, I don't know. I think I have the easiest job out there. So. Well, maybe that's why you're so good at what you do. You were, uh, <laughs> you won the 2020 Outstanding Teaching by Instructional Faculty Award from the University of Houston. That's really cool too. I think that's absolutely wonderful and well deserved, of course. Yeah, so, thank you. With all of that stuff said, we're here to talk about the National Student Advertising Competition. And you, more than anyone that I can think of uh, here in Houston or really anywhere, uh, is is so totally and closely connected uh, with this uh, competition. Talk about, talk about your involvement with NSAC and why it's important to, uh, uh, to you and why it's important for uh, colleges like uh, the University of Houston and such. Yeah, so uh, the NSAC, as you um, mentioned, National Student Advertising Competition, is really one of the few opportunities for students to get real-world experience, and not just in the business, but doing a new business pitch. So it's the single biggest new business pitch ever 
you're mm-hmm. competing against 160 schools ultimately vying for the uh, client's attention and what uh, that client feels is the uh, the best program to propel their uh, objectives forward. And so students really get to do a number of things that they just don't get to do in a traditional class. Uh, number one is every school, including ours, forms a uh, agency. And I think what makes it special, and if I was hiring students, this would be the group I would hire. Um, we have about 75 applicants typically for this particular competition, and I select between 15 to 20. So at every school, it's the the top, the cream of the crop wow. that want to uh, do this. And they get to do everything. They form their own advertising little firm. They craft a comprehensive strategic communication plan. They produce creative, they develop a presentation, and they pitch the presentation in front of a variety of client and typically industry judges. They have to answer tough questions in a uh, Q&A, and it's just like going through a process that, that many of the professionals go through uh, on a weekly or monthly basis on trying to secure new business. That's exactly what they do. So it's just a tremendous opportunity for students, I think, to be at a very, very high level. And that's what I tell my students, and I know other professors echo the same thing, is you'll never be at a higher level in college than the National Student Advertising Competition. Yeah. I mean, we're talking real-world stuff here. We're talking, you know, uh, 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 reading reading books and, and studying and, and hearing lectures and such like that is a, is a vital element of uh, your education, obviously. But when you can engage in something like this, it seems to me it's like, okay, we're now at the Super Bowl, and we have to learn how, how things are done in the real world. And I, I would assume that's uh, maybe a, a wake-up moment for some. I don't know. Uh, what do you think? <laughs> Well, I think it is, and and I uh, tell our team that, um, you know, what we're doing is not dissimilar in in a way to just the elite nature of any sort of um, collegiate team, whether it's an athletic team or a a debate team or whatever. It is, as we've selected the top of the top, and we're in a competition with other top schools, And one of the things that the uh, students really get the benefit of is just a variety of educational experiences. So, for example, in the uh, class and team that we teach, I have five or six different professors that will come in and out of the uh, classroom giving instruction and helping students from everything from strategy to doing full uh, video and audio production to actually coaching a uh, presentation team on presentation skills. Wow. So it's one of the few times where I think students can see all sorts of different points of view. They get kind of coaching, if you will, from a variety of uh, professors. 
and just makes them really the top of the top. Wow. Wow. You, nothing held back here, Larry. I think it's a phenomenal. This uh, starts out, it, there, there are different rounds of this competition. The first round is uh, uh, each com- uh, team is competing on a district level. What do we mean by district is, for instance, uh, District 10 is what we're in. Uh, and that would include the University of Houston, North Texas, uh, Central Oklahoma, uh, UT Austin, Texas Tech, um, Texas Christian, Stephen F. Austin, Oklahoma City uh, State University as well. Uh, but then what happens is you, you, you win or place, I should say, or you judge. How does that, how does that process work? So you've got these D10 uh, schools coming together. Uh, what happens uh, as a result of, of, of that competition? How does that go together? So uh, competition is really kind of twofold. You, each school produces a plan book, and in the last two years it's been about a 21-page book that details from start to finish what your research insights were that led to the idea that then led you to execute the idea in a certain way. So that's kind of in a booklet type of format. And then uh, the second phase of that is the presentation. So judges will review your book and give it a score, and they've got a very detailed scoring system. The same for the presentation. They combine the two scores, and then they get a gold, silver, and bronze medal at that uh, particular district level. So the gold and sometimes the silver, just a little bit depends upon kind of the nature of the competition and how many schools can move on. But one to two in our district usually move on, and they'll move on to a separate level that has a different set of judges. Those judges review the presentations and the uh, plans book. They make a determination, and they... uh, will put you then into a the national competition. Mm-hmm. And over the years, that's kind of been reduced. So um, five, ten years ago, it was typically the top 16 to 20 schools, and now it's usually last few years it's been the top eight schools okay. uh, move on to the uh, competition. Yeah. So a lot of different uh, a lot of different levels of competition. Why is it important uh, that schools are talking about this now, uh, like the University of Houston? Why are we talking about this today? Uh, well, it's uh, well to to be at the level that we we need to be, and that other schools. Uh, we've actually got the case study uh, last week. So uh, hmm. this particular year, our case study yeah, uh, revolves. Uh, it's really exciting. It revolves around Facebook's Oculus, mm-hmm. and that will be our, our case. Last year, our uh, case study was uh, Tinder, and the year before was kind of an unusual case. It was uh, Adobe, but it was a business-to-business case, which is very unusual for uh, NSAC, uh, but a real challenge for students. Now, most cases as is the one this year and the one the past year, the uh, audience that each of these brands are trying to reach are typically young adults. And so students are pretty intuitively attuned to uh, that audience. But the year before with business to business, 
was, I think, when you were speaking about a wake-up call, that was definitely a wake-up call for students to kind of get out of their comfort zone and try to understand an audience that they definitely were not familiar with. Okay. So that was, I thought it was a, it was a great challenge and uh, really brought out the best of our team and, and many, many schools as well. Agreed with that. You know, over the years, uh, there have been some uh, top honors won by uh, a whole bunch of uh, folks, including uh, the University of Houston. Uh, 75, uh, back in 75, this was uh, U- UT Austin with uh, the Werner Lambert campaign folks. Uh, 76, Toyota Motor Sales, UT Austin. Uh, San Antonio College in 1980 for Nabisco, the Hearst Corporation, Southwest Texas State University, the University of Houston, Eastman Kodak Company in 94, and it goes on here, Southern Methodist a couple of years, and Texas State at San Marcos as well. So you've been on the receiving end of a win in this competition. How does that make you feel? Yeah, we've uh, we've done really well, and this in our district in particular is uh, by far one of the uh, the strongest in the country. So there's really our district, and then the New York district are probably the two strongest out of all the districts in terms of uh, talent at various schools and just depth of talent. Yeah, you and know what? within our district. I would say there's at any given moment probably 12 to 16 schools that could win, and typically the schools that win our district do very well once they move on to uh, the national stage. Wow. Winning is a good thing, uh, including the, the, the top three teams awarded with tros, uh, trophies and cash prizes, first place 35, second place uh, 2,500, third place 2,000. Um, they have uh, AdMall by Sales Fuel, a Best Research Award, uh, which is a $1,000 grant. MRI Simmons, 1500 cash prize. Uh, District 7 has the Bolton McVicker Best Presenter Award. District 10, the Jeannie Rudy, we all know that uh, well in here in District 10, uh, Best Presentation Team Award. That's a $2,500 prize. So it's not, yeah, I, I don't know that it's as much about the money as it is just about the uh the ability to say, we did this, we were acknowledged, and uh, the acknowledgments were over-the-top good. Don't you Don't you think that's a big part of it, Larry? Oh, yeah, I would totally agree. I think that uh, just being a part of NSAC, you're probably in the top 10 to 15% of the students that are in an advertising program. Yeah. And then if you move on and get some accolades, that's even better. But even just being a part of it, honestly, is, I think, the the big reward. And it's a very rare situation in the professional world where you get to see the other agencies pitch a business in the NSAC. I think that's one of the greatest uh, benefits of the entire competition is you get to uh, see everyone else's presentation. Wow. And so you can go, oh, geez, you know, we had thought about that idea, or, gee, that was very similar, or, gosh, that one was so different, I can't believe they did that. Sure. So that's the real learning experience for uh, for students is to see how different schools tackled the same uh, brief and what they came up with and what the rationale was and how creative they were interpreting it. When they present things, when these schools come together, 
and we hope that we will have uh, many for this competition this year, and I'm sure we will. When they come together, what happens to the... Uh, do they present create uh, creative, and then it becomes the property of the of the client? I mean, how does that work? I, you know, say, for instance, uh, you know, uh, UT Austin put together a great campaign. It didn't win any awards, but somewhere on down the line, that campaign is going to maybe resonate somewhere. What happens to the creative that is uh, presented out there? So uh, the creative and really all the plans are the property of the client. So the client can, can use them, and I've seen many a uh, item from NSAC end up in a client's um, mm -hmm. campaign down the line. Yeah, not surprised. Uh, the students, though, do have the opportunity to submit uh, the creative to the Addies once the competition has ended. So from a student perspective, they still get to use that uh, the creative and whatever uh, items that they they have produced for their own portfolios and and for their own benefit. But the client ultimately has control over any of the uh, creative and other that that are presented during the course of this competition. We all know that the University of Houston is going to step up to the plate and look for a three-run homer here. There's no doubt about that. Uh, I'm curious as well, uh, as we are in this, what phase of this pandemic would this be? I guess this might be two or maybe three. <laughs> I'm not sure at this point in time. But as, as you're back in school and you're doing the great things at University of Houston, what are some of the most asked questions by our students as we're navigating through this crazy crazy time in our, our history from a you know health standpoint? Well, um, just kind of bringing it back to the NSAC, it has been pretty interesting the last few years. So two years ago, uh, the pandemic began, and we had to move from face-to-face -to, -face to a virtual competition. Yeah. And so we had to kind of pull up and change gears on the fly, frankly, yeah. and and do that. So we had finished our book, and then we had to do a virtual presentation. So we had students that were at four different homes, so we had to coordinate a uh, video presentation. So that was quite a feat uh, that year. This past year, everything was virtual from the get-go. So we had had a little experience and on the fly, and then this this year we uh, did a virtual competition. And this year we're really excited. Is uh, in April it will be face to face, so we'll be kind of back and in the swing of things and and doing face to face. And at our school, like I believe all the uh, public schools, uh, state schools in Texas, uh, we're face to face with our uh, classes and. And things are going fine. Uh, you always have situations where someone's going to have COVID or whatever, but I think everyone's dealt with it very professionally. And frankly, I've been um, very heartened by all the students are very, very uh, thoughtful, conscientious, uh, very 
safe on their protocols, and and they just want uh, to be back to school and and get back to normal. And I think that that's kind of the uh, the gist of everybody is let's come back, let's be safe, and let's uh, do what we can do. And we know that being there together is a much better situation than being on Zoom or Microsoft Teams, and yeah. let's make it happen. Yeah, I think the fact that you're saying in April that, uh, uh, and very confidently as well, thank you for that, uh, that yes, yes, we will be coming back together because this is so vital and so important. Dr. Larry Kelly is professor of advertising at Jack Valenti School of Communication, University of Houston. An incredible school. You know, Larry, I, I know so many people who have come out of that school and done amazing things in our business. It is just so cool to know that right here in our hometown of Houston, Texas, we have something so incredibly great. Thank you for the things that you do uh, for our industry there. All right. Thank you. I, uh, You know, George Lois is a good friend and a legend in the business of advertising. He writes books, except his books have pictures mostly. Uh, he 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 almost became a part of FKM a while back, but but let's talk about George's philosophy. You know that was a different time, that was a different day and age. Does George Lois's philosophy still resonate and still st- stand strong today in your eyes? I think so, and uh, it is funny because uh, I actually got to work on a, a new business presentation with George. Wow. So quite an experience, and he's he's a uh, quite a unique individual. But what uh, what George really resonated with me, and I know that he does with uh, all of the uh, clients and work that he does, is he wants your brand to uh, to break through, and he wants people to be nervous about what communication is going out mm-hmm. and he wants you to be uh, a bit on the edge and he wants to push the envelope and I think that that's exactly the type of uh, communication you need if you really want to break through today's you know increasing clutter of uh, messages out there great that's great advice you know you've written a ton of, of uh, wonderful books on advertising uh, is it easy to craft a book Larry and was it a fun process? And I bet the answer is no, and sometimes not. What do you think? <laughs> well, um, I'm up to the next book, and my uh, co-authors that I uh, work with, I mean, we kind of have it down now. Yeah. So it it is the process, but I really kind of enjoy the process. And if you embrace kind of doing the work, then then it's fine. But yes, it, it can be a grind as well, particularly the editing process. So as you know, it's kind of getting things down and then the uh, when you're on the 10th edit, then it's not so much fun, but you have to make it the best product you can. It reminds me of the space between uh, the West Loop and downtown when you're on Memorial heading for the final few miles of <laughs> so the marathon. True that. Okay. That, Slow grind at the end. Oh, yeah. And it hurts, but you know the finish line is ahead, and that's a good thing. You know, you are you are a big believer in momentum. Why is it important to continue the momentum of a competition 
uh, whether it be the, the you know the the student uh, uh, national student advertising competition or any type of student conference, why is it important, even in a pandemic world now, uh, to you that we keep this stuff moving ahead? So uh, we use we've we've been pretty successful with uh, NSAC, and what I use it to show my students is how successful and how elite certain students can be. Mm-hmm. And the proof is in showing students other students' work. And if you can keep momentum going with these competitions, not every year you're going to win, but every year you should have a product that's winning. As judging, as you know, just from doing any new business is yeah. is always subjective and you may have the greatest thing but someone may not like it but if your quality of your work is such that you're going to stand out to me that's the big benefit and the benefit of doing all the competitions and then showing that next generation that next group like hey here's what happened last year and here's how great these guys did this is the bar that you guys need to jump over. And you just continually get better and better and better. And students then start to believe that they can do it. So it's like, oh, well, if that group did it, I can do it too, and maybe I can do it better. And so you just kind of build momentum and just keep things going, and it's amazing. So just as an example, when uh, I started full-time at the University of Houston with the advertising program, we had 40 students. That was it, 40 students. And today, in just the advertising program alone, we have about 350. That's huge. That's wonderful. It's a huge program, and it just shows that if you just kind of keep building momentum, people will rally around, and they'll want to be a part of it. In fact, our school is one of the biggest schools on campus. Wow. So we we have about 1,300 or so uh, students at the uh, Valenti School of Communication, and it's because we're doing stuff that students want to uh, do or relevant and uh, we're making a difference in their lives, and they're ultimately making a difference in the marketplace. I would love to see that catch on with our American Advertising Federation Houston chapter as well, that we become so popular that we uh, have to buy uh, space in a bigger room to get together. And as you know, we're talking about this year with, with getting more people involved in American Advertising Federation Houston. But what you've done there is just craft a great place for people to go because they know and understand the value and actually the result of what they will have when they get out of there. Uh, they're very well equipped. You've been doing this for a few years, just a couple, actually more like many years, Larry. <laughs> you see challenges and changes come and go, but the sun rises and sets every day. I've seen it happen, and life goes on. So how do you see all aspects of our industry adapting and perpetuating as we plow through this pandemic? Are we strong? I believe so. I mean, I tell my students right now, from a job perspective, I've never seen more jobs than there is today. So the um, pandemic give us and the pandemic take us. So (laughs) 
when the pandemic began, advertising was cut and a lot of people were hurting. And now as things are kind of opening up, I believe the uh, things are uh, happening. I see lots of job opportunities that are coming down the line. And I think that um, it'll it's definitely a robust industry and an industry that, that makes a huge difference in uh, not only the economy, but, but in the uh, daily lives of, of so many people. Yeah, that's, that's, that's really affirming. I really appreciate that. What would Larry do? You've heard that phrase before, right? WWLD. You know that one? Uh, <laughs> I don't know about that one. <laughs> I don't know about that. So advice to our ad community, our students, why can't you and shouldn't you ignore NSAC? Why is it imperative that students and schools participate in this wonderful competition? Well, the uh, I think the bottom line is if you want to be in the advertising industry, this is your opportunity to be in the preeminent competition to show what you've got, to be dedicated to your craft, and to, uh, to be elite. And that's really what I think we should all strive to uh, be, and if that's what you want to do, then this is by far and away the uh, competition to be in, and as an employer, if people are listening, this is by far and away the type of student that you would want to hire down the line, somebody who's dedicated, they usually devote 20 to 30 hours a week just doing this on top of their other schoolwork and maybe a part-time job. They perform at an elite level, and they have the uh, the poise and the gumption to make a uh, professional presentation and defend their work with uh, with professionals in the room. So that's exactly why you'd want to be a part of. See, I was right. What would Larry do? I like that. I like it. I like <laughs> it. I like it. So uh, how about a couple of uh, uh, Dr. Kelly's uh, pieces of advice for students aspiring to be the next batch of advertising legends? What would you say to those folks? Uh, One of the things that I really encourage uh, my students to do is to take a look at themselves and develop their own unique uh, narrative, their own story. Mm -hmm. And particularly as a student, you're coming out, it's very difficult to be unique from other students, but yet every student is. And I think crafting your own narrative, sharing your story on how you're different and being different from other people is is a good thing to do. And that's exactly, I think, what students need to do to uh, thrive in, in the market is take your path develop your personal story, your personal brand, and uh, and go for it. Yeah. Wow. Great advice, Larry. Thank you. You know, Houston is so fortunate to, to have uh, uh, Larry Kelly here with, uh, as an advertising professional, uh, as a champion of the American Advertising Federation, and as an award-winning teacher at the University of Houston, at the Jack J. Valenti School of Communication. Please don't ever stop doing this, Larry. And if you do, just go ahead and keep writing books. That's fine. We'll be okay with that for a little while. <laughs> but uh, but I really so enjoy talking to you. You, you. you have such an uplifting uh, 
Well, first of all, you have this, this severe connectivity with the importance of doing the right thing in the teaching process and getting people on the right path uh, to get involved in our incredible industry. So I thank you for that. But you really love this industry, man, and it really shows in everything you do, whether it's for the American Ad Federation Houston or District 10 or NSAC or Ad 2 Houston. You're just having a good time every day, and it shows. So I thank you for that, Larry. All right. Thank you. So bottom line is you want to go to aaf.org and find out more. There's the forms there. There's details of the National Student Advertising Competition. And everything you need to know is there. All you have to do is get involved, get engaged, and get your school participating in this amazing competition. AAF.org is the place to go. So there you go. The NSAC. Are you going to get involved? I hope you are. Ad Speaks Houston is created and produced by Radio Lounge for the American Advertising Federation Houston chapter. Find out more at aaf-houston.net. Subscribe to this podcast on your favorite podcast platform so you'll never miss a new podcast. Your rating on iTunes will also help us grow. And don't be afraid to share what you've heard today on social media. Until next time, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. Ad Speaks Houston, copyright 2021. I'm Ray Shillings.